In 2020, my life began to take on a whole new direction. I left my corporate life and followed an inner calling. With a mix of fear and excitement, I took a big step forward. And since then, I have been on an inner quest to discover the truth of who and what I am. I share all that I'm discovering on this path of awareness in the hope that my story helps illuminate yours. Join me as we traverse this messy but beautiful human experience. This is Life with Kat Walsh. Welcome back, my friends. It's your host, Kat. Today is Sunday, April 8th. Today's Easter. Happy Easter for those who celebrate. Uh, today has been a really, really lovely, beautiful, kind of lazy day for me. And I just want to tell you guys a little bit about my night last night. And also a little bit of insight that's come in. I don't have my notes in front of me, so it's going to be potentially a little bit rambly. But I'm trying to, you know, let that go and, and just kind of treat this as like a friendly chicken, as if like you and I were, if you were just over at my house and I was giving you like updates and uh, and hopefully I'm in the ether listening to yours and it's not just like a one-way stream. <laughs> um, but last night I went dancing. I went dancing. I saw one of my favorite DJs named Green Velvet. Uh, Green Velvet is definitely more subgenre. He's like tech house techno vibes uh it's not one of those things even if you put them on your spotify you'd be like okay this is not maybe maybe like so musical but when you're there live with that with that bass and everybody dancing uh he's just such a master of his craft and i took a i was the first time i'd taken some mdma in a while i had a couple pure mdmas with me and I really set my intention um, for both the MDMA. F first of all, let me, before I even back up, I had kind of like chilled on the MDMA for a while and uh, kind of focused more on mushrooms, even even in more of like a quote recreational, I guess so you can say like, I'll go, I love to go dancing. And uh, usually it was like a little bit of, a little bit of mushroom uh, that was helping me get a little groovy, but I felt very called to take MDMA for this, for this experience. And my, it was so, it like coincided so beautifully because, um, I was beginning to realize, how do I even go into this? I was beginning to realize how much I feel like I had maybe locked down aspects of my heart. Um, yeah, yeah, I, it's a little sneaky. I, I think of myself as pretty open, you know, and wanting love and can give and receive love pretty pretty easily, I think. But recently, I I realized like I wasn't. I, I there uh, Okay, maybe this is what I'm trying to say. Sorry, bear with me. I think there's a, because I'm always trying to control everything around me and I'm trying to let that go but it happens I even do it sometimes in relationships and so I'll give you for instance when I'm when I'm around my guy friends uh speaking you know like hanging out because I, I went with one of my guy friends last night um and there's another guy friend that is coming to my mind right now I have this tendency to close down a little bit in my heart space because I'm always just very aware of the dynamics between men and women 
and not wanting to get that confused. But my normal state of being, my normal state of cat is I'm very vivacious and I'm playful and I, I'm a little bit of a mischief maker and I'm flirty, uh, but flirty in the way that I flirt. Like I, I have a joke that I'll like flirt with this table over here. <laughs> like it just, it, I think just an, an open receptiveness to life and then everything that comes into my orbit in that open receptive state is bound to get flirted with, not because I want to sleep with this table, uh, but because I'm just, it just, it's part of my energy signature. And I, I think, um, I actually didn't realize like that people even thought of me as, as like flirty because my intention was never to flirt. So when I talked to people, it was, it was kind of like pointed out to me by (laughs) some old friends, uh, that, that I'm a flirt. And I was like, what? And because for me, the, there was just understanding the difference of, oh, but my intention wasn't because I wanted you to want me, you know, like I, I wasn't, there wasn't some ulterior motive where I was like trying to seduce you in some way. It was just, I think my natural, I think when you're just in like a really open, excited state, uh, it can, when you're really engaged with anyone, it can feel like you're flirting. And I guess that is because that is what we, I guess we we define it, right? Like when people are flirting and they just look really engaged in the conversation. And it's kind of a bummer that you actually have to think like, oh, okay. So are we only like really engaged in a conversation when, when there's some like sexual undertone to it or like we want something because of it. And uh, yeah, unfortunately I think that's kind of the vibe that we all think about out here. And so so yeah, I mean, and and I I'll say here, you know, once my flirtiness is also uh it has tipped before into just being, you know, flirty, I think as as we all <laughs> could imagine uh the definition to be. And it's honestly it's gotten me in, in a little bit of trouble just in general. Like and it it was really like one period of time with one group of people, but um, it didn't, by being in my like open, free, fun state, it didn't, uh, yeah, it just, it ended up, it wasn't like a direct cause of anything, but it just, it was all wrapped up into, uh, some, a little bit of drama and I closed that down in myself. I might've talked about this on on other episodes, um, but it it's, makes sense to kind of bring it back right now. I shut that part of myself down because I realized when I was in my full state of my divine feminine sensuality and sexuality uh, without wanting sex, right? Like just it, within my energy signature is just, I think a little bit, um, I don't know sexual maybe I don't think it even comes across like when I do these videos or my episodes because I think I have like a natural I naturally kind of like tamper that down I don't want you guys to think I'm just flirting with the camera (laughs) I'm just kidding I will if you'd like me to but you know um but yeah so sorry I lost my train of thought there um anyway I shut that down right so I shut that part of myself down and I realized it, it takes a lot of, uh, t- it took a lot of my, I think my like 
sparkle and, and magnetism um, because I was denying an aspect of myself because that aspect that is very powerful within me uh, had tipped into like a little bit of a shadowy area. And because it tipped into a shadowy area, I think I stopped trusting myself um, to like hold powerful energy, like sexual energy without being at all, um, yeah, I guess out of integrity, you know, like just, just, uh, within my like mental desire, you know what I mean? And so, uh, I know this is so vague, but anyway, I've been, I've been recently just like wanting to gain it back. And I think I have, and really being like, I trust you, Kat, now. It's, and, and, and by denying this aspect of you, uh, you're denying yourself. And so that was last night. I ended up uh, taking this molly, and I asked for just heart opening to both give and receive love to my full capacity and not worry about the way in which I express it. Um, and this was specifically coming up because I was, I was going out with a guy friend and I'm, I'm very mindful of, um, I'm not at all like touchy, even as a friend. And I, if I was just in my natural state, like I'm like very huggy and like, you know, like that's my vibe. But, but I had a real, like, uh, I don't know, like a, like a guard, I guess, or a shield. And, and it wasn't, I, I'm, I think, I think it's for the other person as well to not ever feel like I'm like leading someone on. Um, but also realizing that I'm not actually giving myself fully to the, this person in, in my, in my energy field, actually, like that I'm, that I was, uh, sh sh I had been shutting it down, um, particularly with a few of my guy friends. And I just realized, I was like, I don't want to live like that because it actually doesn't feel good to me. And they also don't know me fully because I'm withholding much of my energy, uh, my natural state of energy in, in maybe a protection for myself and for them in some way. And so I just was like, you know what? Fuck this shit. And I had just the most amazing night. And I, w we, we both like danced our face off. It was so beautiful. It wasn't like a super heavy role. And I felt just free to like hug them when I wanted to hug them. And, uh, it was so nice to just like, because in that moment of expression, like, oh, it's just so good to have you here. Like not, I would have those feelings before, like just wanting to hug someone like, you know, I just love spending time with you. And then, then wanting to like clamp that down because we're trying to control the way that others perceive and the way that everything's going. And so that was like a really nice breakthrough that I'm wanting to now like carry further. I also think I've realized that parts of myself that have been hurt by others, um, I try to, there's another guy friend that I'm thinking of right now um, that I feel like I was hurt from. And I'm, I am struggling with the, even though I've let it go on one level, there's a part of me that still wants to like hold myself um, oh my gosh, sorry guys, I don't know what I'm trying to say, in a, just in a state of protection, I guess, and instead of knowing once again, like, can I let this go, can it be okay, can I be in my full self, can I, 
be in my vibrancy and not hold back because my injured self um, or the, the part of me that's pulling a past version that has been uh, felt some level of rejection or anything, can I not pull that into this moment and just accept this moment in the, in the fullness of my heart now? And I think that's going to be a practice, you know, but it's something that I really want to set my intention around. And I think something that it feels really telling, you know, I'm, I'm not religious, but Easter, um, Easter being obviously the resurrection of, of, uh, Jesus Christ, uh, as a man, you know, again, like I'm not religious, but the idea of Christ consciousness and is just so much about love, you know, and, and like really like opening, opening to love in the, in a really powerful way. And so I'm almost looking at it like a little bit of a portal, like a little like heart opening portal for me. And, and I think I needed to see it too, because, oh, and this is the final piece. Um, when I lock down parts of myself because I'm trying to control, because I'm not maybe like, yeah, I'm just trying to control the situation. You know what I mean? Uh, especially with other people, I can't fully see them or feel them either because I'm denying an aspect of like receiving them fully because I'm not in a state where I'm obviously wanting to receive fully because I'm not giving fully. You know, I think, I think there's like, they're, they're interchangeable. So the, the more we give, the more we receive. And, um, and there was a, I think a lot, big part of me that was like really like pushing away just too much love. I don't even mean romantic love, just love it, it for like, just expressed to like somebody who loves to be around me. Um, I wasn't able to like fully like receive it. And that is a, it's a disservice to myself, N not just to them because they're always kind of like people. Um, and again, like I would say more like men would, would kind of want it. Like they would see that I'm how vivacious and you know, how I can be and like peak moments and like with certain girlfriends and uh, through stories, but then like would shut it back down and, um, and just realizing like how much I don't then don't allow in myself because I'm not giving. So, uh, I'm sorry that was very long. It was longer than I expected, but, uh, I, I hope that made sense. So yeah, you know, just going to start flirting with life again and also know where when I keeping track of my intention, you know, and the thing is attraction happens in life. We're going to be attracted to people that we're not supposed to be attracted to in quotes. And, uh, you, you can't, there's nothing to do about that, but there is things that we can do. Um, I think we know, like I know when I'm like flirting with someone that I shouldn't be flirting with, you know, like where it's, where it's tipped. And that, that's the piece where it feels like it's like out of integrity and yet how, how to bring how to not lose an aspect of self that is actually part, is directly connected to our power center, which is our sacral, cho sacral chakra. 
right? Like there's so much, you know, like there's a, you know, the term pussy power, <laughs> like that whole vibe. Uh, it's not just from the actual act of sex, but just the, the, the powerful creators that, um, especially, uh, us women or women identifying people like this, uh, sexual area is, uh, emanates quite, quite powerfully if we allow it to. Uh, a lot of women obviously don't because there's a lot of, well, we live in a, a society that's obviously been very patriarchal and uh, has has put down women's sexuality and, and empowerment. And, you know, I think we're having a moment and it's coming back and there's a lot of reclamation around all these things. But, um, yeah, how to be in a, how to be in power, how to be an authentic power uh, and and to stay aligned and through integrity. So that's my, that's my goal for going forward. So I might flirt with you guys more now. <laughs> I might just flirt on this camera. I don't even know. Now I'm on the spot. Now it's going to look like I'm acting, but you know, is there anything else that I want to tell you guys? I was reflecting to my dad earlier today. I was talking to him and I was just saying like, we were talking about just how grateful we are on being on this spiritual path. And because my dad is very much on his own path, even though he's 85 years old and he's, we have so many like amazing spiritual, like higher conversations and just musings and, and just chats about awareness, you know? And I said to him, because he said like, aren't we lucky that we can have this perspective and this awareness uh, as we go through, because obviously we're going to do what we do. I think that the big spiritual path is like, are you aware of what you're doing? You know, and and for, I said, yeah, and I'm, it wasn't that long ago, maybe like four years ago. Yeah, about four years ago, thinking about how lost, how lost in my own mind I was at that time and I hadn't I wasn't connected to my uh, higher self my spiritual path at all I hadn't had my mystical awakening yet uh and or you know mystical experience yet and I I just remember being at the whim of the external world so often at uh, all the time there was no it was always hooked to am I okay based on what's happening in the exterior. And I am realizing, like, how, how did I ever live like that? How could anyone ever live like that when we know that the world can never behave the way that we want it to? And I think that's what helps me with this podcast, too, is remembering that, like, it wasn't that long ago for me that I was so lost, you know, and how far uh, I feel like I've come and how much further I get to go. It's like every time I think I'm like, wow, you, you've come a long way, Kat. And then I'm like, check back in six months, girl. It's just that's like the exciting part. And I know if you're listening to this, like for you too, like, it, it, and it's six months feels like a long time. Like I feel like it's almost like every three months you check in and you're like, well, fucking lot of perspective shifting has happened here. And um, there's just going to be so many more people on this path joining, joining, and, and, uh, yeah, it just feels good to, like, know that I can help be a voice in there to help people through the 
steps of this, like the bridge. And one of you just reached out and has, and has started your own podcast. And, and I just think of like, that's the ripple effect, you know, uh, life with Cal Walsh isn't necessarily a big podcast. It's not as big as my other trip on these podcasts. Um, but the people that I do touch and do reach, well, you reach into the world in your way. And now just hearing one of you is like now going to be starting your own podcast and around like this, this journey, um, is kind of like that nod of like, oh yeah, we are the ripple effect that each and every one of us create, even so beyond what we can see. You know, it, like it reminds me if I start looking at results and is it getting bigger and I'm just looking at numbers, that that's how somehow my value is hooked to that. Instead of realizing like, oh, I have no idea. Like, okay, so I'm just going to use... Uh, I'm going to use my friend who now, who has reached out to me and is, is making their podcast. Um, she's not going to be making a podcast and it's going to be reaching out to however many people in her orbit now. And, and then that those people that she reaches is going to then continue to ripple out. And then I think back to people that have, have greatly affected me that would have no idea no idea like the, the video you know certain videos I've watched and and somebody saying something I'm like that changed me forever what you said changed me forever and sometimes it's not it's been at parties it's been like okay I'm going to give an example of this uh, uh, a friend of mine I, I don't hang out with her much I had invited her to an event though and and uh, she was saying I love to oh okay I got I got two of these one of them was, um, she's like, I love to compliment people, especially guys, like on their, like if they do something like aesthetically, like, like great shoes or something like, I, she's like, I just love to like point out to people that like I notice. And I was like, oh, I love that. That's so simple. I didn't actually realize like, oh yeah, like I can, yeah, I notice things like that all the time, but oftentimes I don't say anything. I'm shy and like this and that, like. And, uh, and then my other friend, he, he was such an amazing, he had such an amazing ability to reflect to someone how he feels about them. And I remember he reflected something to me and he said the words, like, I just want to reflect to you because I think oftentimes pe people don't realize like how much they affect each other, you know, each other, and he's like, I just want to tell you, like, um, how much, you know, my girlfriend always talks about how much she loves you, and spending time with you, and you, and, and, you know, and she just, he just kind of elaborated in, in the ways that I've touched their lives that I would have had no, no idea, and, and that they talk about me when I'm not there, in, in like a positive way, you know, good way, and, and, um, and just how grateful I was to hear that, because, just knowing like, oh, I'm like making, sorry, it's, <laughs> it's going to be choked up. It's the Molly. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, knowing that like our little light and our interactions with people can be a bright spark for people is um, an uh, incredible gift. And so it's like a reminder, you know, for us that 
in every moment that we remember that week to be gracious and very present with the people that we're talking to. Very present. I think it's the other thing. I, I think I think a lot of people when they speak, they're not very present with each other. You can tell when uh, we're ta- when you're talking to people if they're like sixty <clears throat> percent there, eighty percent there. But when somebody's a hundred percent there with you, it's electric. It's amazing, actually, and it's felt. And so when we can give that gift to people, it's it's what makes this world not just tolerable when every when things get dark and scary. But also beautiful within it, you know, the contrast of how easy it is to look and see like there's some really heinous things happening in the world and really dark people that are doing some really bad shit. And to know at the very same time, there's also the most amazing beauty that's happening all at once. Everything, everywhere, all at once, you know that movie? It's happening now. I was just thinking, I was thinking about like, the other day I was like, you know what's amazing about this now moment? Right now, somebody's having the worst day of their life. Somebody's dying right now. Somebody is losing, somebody's going through a tragedy and then somebody else is having the best day they have ever experienced. While someone dies, someone's giving birth. While someone is broken up with, someone just got engaged to. Just boom, 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 constantly. It's all happening everywhere all at once. And it's like, where are we putting our focus and attention? Where are we looking all the time? You know, and and, and understanding that there is a 50-50 balance to it. We might not see that projected. We might, it's not, that doesn't make news, (laughs) you know? Good stuff doesn't make the news. So it's very, very easy to see. And, and. Outrage doesn't, you know, when people are in outrage, they word vomit all over social media. And so um, very rarely with like the beautiful things that happen and stuff like that, unless you're like a social media person that like loves to post it, a lot of times you don't see it, but it's always happening. And, uh, and that we can be a part of it. You know, we could be a part of it. We can literally like save someone's life one day. You just have no idea what somebody's going through and just like a something kind to say, say to someone can literally save their life. I've heard many stories like that. So anyway, I think I should cap it here. Oh, I'm going to pull a Metatron deck card, but, uh, yeah, I won't be so, I guess, I guess I should also just like chill on like being so mindful of like time and stuff like that. Like you can sign off anytime you want. That's just a part of me, just like always trying to be mindful. Like, are you bored? <laughs> it's a cat. Just flow, girl. Just flow. So, but I will pull a card. I think, uh, let me ask my, my team of guidance. Is there anything else you want me to say? No, they said just thank you guys. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for reaching out. Those that reach out, especially to this podcast. You know, I love Trip on this because... It's my baby. But this one is obviously so deeply personal because it's just me talking about life. And um, knowing it knowing it matters um, has been just a, an immeasurable gift. But it's also been like just a gift for me to uh, give a living record to life and this experience. It's, uh, it's an amazing experience out here. 
this thing called life. Especially when it feels good. Because <laughs> we all know when it doesn't feel good, it's pretty awful at the time. But <sighs> what do I want to say? Simplify. Yeah. If things start getting overwhelming and crazy and chaotic, just simplify. What needs to go? All right. What do we think, Metatron? Okay. Good. Great. Yeah. This is the card of priorities. Card 52. Uh, building blocks for life. All right. So this is about, you know, what are your priorities? This pyramid is about the building blocks, right? So uh, building stability and structure to, you know, making sure that we've got the, uh, the, the, the foundation in our priorities set. Um, it's interesting that this card came up actually for me too because my intention for myself is just really like getting this, uh, you know, that base pyramid really set for myself and um, and prioritizing like what what are the action steps that I need to take to help me flourish in my creative life. And sometimes that means maybe less creative steps necessarily to continue to create. Um, also priorities with, with people and families uh, and family and, and, and yourself, you know, are you prioritizing yourself? Are you always giving too much of yourself because you do have a family? Maybe, maybe you're a mom or a dad and, you don't remember to carve out time for you. I I know it's probably easy for parents to lose their identity and realize like they're on the soul path too. You're on the soul path too, that you, you're still living your life for you. And uh, helping to navigate and, and bring your children into the world as, as best they can, but not forgetting that... Uh, your path is is equally as important. It's equal equally as important, you know. And that doesn't necessarily mean like ditch responsibilities, but that your own awareness and growth and and uh, your soul lessons and things like are all still very much a part of that. And obviously, having kids being a part of that. But yeah, this is this is really getting clear about like what's what are your priorities um, to make this a happy life make it feel good and and yeah you know it's like at the end of the day like we're all gonna die I know it's it's a weird one we're all gonna die and when we get to those last moments let's not hope let's not wish or regret not having danced more played more, spent more time with your mom and dad or anything like that um, for things that maybe don't matter as much. Things, money, work, that's to where it's out of balance, you know, where it becomes overachieving, where the achievement takes over uh, the things that makes it worth living out here. So anyway, 
happy, happy Sunday, my dear friends. I will try and get this up. Maybe tonight. We'll see how it goes. See if I can release it on the same day. Lots of love. I'll see you next time.